Good evening, America, and all the ships slipping slowly, sadly across the silvery, salty, shiny sea. We bring you our evening news broadcast of no better than questionable value. This broadcast is a product of KBOO Fake News Twisters. I'm your glib host, a talker with a talented tongue. Fake news twisting editor, Claude Balls with two Z's. Every day we feature a daily hot topic that our panel of fake news experts may choose to discuss later in the show. Today's discussion, how many boards would the Mongols hoard if the Mongols' hordes got bored? But first, today's fake headlines, we begin with eyewitness reporter Fancy Pants, Manny O'Shanty, witnessing with his own eye, downtown today during a violent demonstration that quickly turned peaceful. Manny? Yes, Ralph. In summary, I saw Susie Cinders sitting in a shoeshine shop. Susie Cinders sitting in a shoeshine shop, you say? Shining shoes? Yes, in the same shoeshine shop where she usually sits and she shines. It's true, you see. Where she shines, she sits. Fascinating, Manny. I hope you'll keep on top of that story for us. Blaze Pickler, have you followed up on yesterday's story about the young Thistleville thug? Have you followed up on yesterday's story about the young Thistlerville thug? Yes, Ralph. Picture this. Something in a 30-acre thermal thicket of thorns and thistles thumping and thundering, threatening the three D's thoughts of young thug Matthew Thellis. <clears throat> Although theatrically, it was only the 13,000 thistles and thorns through the underside of his thigh that the 30-year-old thug thought of Thursday morning. <clears throat> He's been arrested by the sheriff of Thistlerville. Oh, Ex Pickler, over and out. Excuse me, Ralph and Blaze. Reporter Herkimer Jerkimer interrupting here. This report reminds me of a story we had many years back about one Theophilus Thaddeus Thistledown, the successful thistle sifter, who, while sifting a sieve full of unsifted thistles, thrust 3,000 thistles through the thick of his thumb. Yes, there is some resemblance to that story. So I gather this arrested young thug Matthew will sit in solemn silence in a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp shock from a cheap and chippy chopper on the big black block. Not likely, Ralph. Capital punishment is so yesterday, and if he's indicted by the grand jury and put on trial and found guilty, he's not likely to get more than a month in the pokey. What a comment on our failing judicial system. Reminds me of something from my childhood back in my small quaint fishing village in Uzbekistan where there was a fisherman named Fisher who fished for some fish in a fisher till a fish with a grin pulled the fisherman in. Police had it to fish the fisher for Fisher. A drowned angler and a grinning fish in the Uzbek desert. Must have been quite a sight for the fuzz, Ralph. So we might surmise. Our foreign correspondent, Pim Cup, has been following Roberta Fackler down Dickley on her travels through the darkest Europe. Here is today's report. Pim Cup here. Yes, Ralph, I'm here in Italy, where Roberta recently ran rings around the Roman ruins after observing six sick hicks nicking six slick 
bricks with picks and sticks. This happened only scant hours after another traumatic incident in which he saw, as she entered her hotel room, Shane's shoes on the sofa. Was she so very sure she saw Shane's shoes on the sofa? Was she sure as sure could be about what she saw? I questioned her on that, but her response was rather hostile. If you're keen on stunning kites and cunning stunts, she snarled, buy a cunning, stunning stunt kite. Ouch! Check back in with us if you ever figure out what she's talking about. Uh, Ralph, if I may, I once saw 11 benevolent elephants become 77 benevolent elephants standing on five blue Buicks in a row. Blue Buick, blue Buick, blue Buick. Yes, we get the picture. Would that make a good story for me to report? I went out of my way to dress the park to cover it. You know, casual clothes are provisional for leisurely trips across Asia. Perhaps next time, but we'll have to let Eddie edit your story. Oh, hey, Eddie edited my story last time. Yes, Eddie has always indicated he edited it. it. Edited it? Edited what? Let's move on, shall we? We now shift our attention to the North Pole, where changing weather conditions have created positive breeding conditions for flea-riddled sheep. So we go to our Arctic farm reporter, Denise Tinklepot, who sees the fleece. Denise Tinklepot reporting, yes, Ralph, Denise sees the fleece, and Denise sees the fleas. Well, as the fleece police feed the sheep with the freezing fleas, at least Denise can sneeze. Geez, good work, Denise. I told, I, I'm told we have a breaking story coming in from Wayne Terrain, our United Kingdom correspondent. You may recall from his report yesterday, Wayne went to Wales to watch walruses herd rascally rabbits. Ralph, I hope you can hear me. I'm here with three companions from the Kaboo Twisters fake break news team. Four good friends all. But I, but just before calling in this story, we four furious friends fought for the phone. Fought for the phone, eh, Wayne? Is K-Boo's Richard Pickens there with you? Yes, he is, Ralph. We have reports that he may have been injured in on this assignment. Tell us, is it true Dick Pickens did prick his pinkle? No. <laughs> <laughs> tell, us, tell us, is it true Dick Pickens did prick his pinky picking cheap cling peaches in an inch a pinch after framing his famed French Finch photos? I'm sorry, Ralph, you're not coming through too well. Let me simply go ahead and report on the question we have been pursuing here in Wales. To wit, how much pot could a pot roast toast if a pot roast could pot could toast pot? Pot, well, yes, now there's a topic of definite interest to our cable listening audience. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Ralph. I'm getting a call from the local police. What's that again, copper? You spotted six slimy snails sailing, no, sailing silently on the sea. Are you reporting seven, six slimy snakes slowly sliding southward? Ralph, this is the biggest story here since last week's incident in which a gazillion gigantic grapes gushed gradually, giving gophers gooey guts. Oh, so horrible to see the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Get a grip, Wayne. Get a grip. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Listeners, we'll be back to the news momentarily, but first a brief word from a sponsor. Happy Valley's Ding Dong Dell Pussies in the Well Gentlemen's Club. 
Scissors sizzle. Thistles sizzle on a lazy laser razor lies a laser ray eraser. And so it goes. One visit to the Ding Dong Dell Pussies in the Well Gentlemen's Club, and you'll scream, I'm not the fig plucker nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes. Or you'll be singing, I'm not a pheasant plucker nor the pheasant plucker's son. But I'll be plucking pheasants when the pheasant plucker's gone. Happy hour all day Tuesday. Moving on, down through the ages the question has been asked. How many sheets could a sheet slitter slit if a sheet slitter could slit sheets? She slits some sheets, some sheets she slits, so that upon slitted sheets we may sit. All we know is that as news hawk Val Vulcanizer reports, so whomever slits sheets is necessarily a good sheet slitter. I'm a sheet slitter. I slit sheets. I'm the sleekest sheet slitter that ever slit sheets. So brags, so brags Priscilla Pimple Popper of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, the prominent pickle pepper packing center of the world. She here with me today, Prissy. How did you become the sleekest of sheet slitters? Wasn't always the exceptional sheet slitter you see today. Bad titles once held by another local woman who went by the name of Susie Kazuti. Polish, you know. Co-workers called her Susie, Sister Susie after the Everly Brothers song. She has since gone on from a sheet sitting, sheet slitting to sewing shirts for soldiers, in which she shows such skill. Such skill as sewing shirts does our shy young Susie show. Some soldiers send epistles. Sarah'd rather sleep in thistles than the softy soft short shirts for shoulders that this other Sozy sews. But there's also another queen of the sheet slitting game. Who's that? Selma Sackwaddle, also Polish, she quit sheet slitting and opened her own business at the seashore. What business is that? I'm told she sells seashells at the seashore. She sits in her slip and sips schlitz while selling seashells. She shells... The shells that she sells are seashells, I'm sure. So if she sells she seashells at the seashore, I'm sure that the shells are seashore shells. The word the world also needs to thank her for something she's taught us. Yes. We 
discovered a rare form of bivalve, the noisy oyster, and she learned what noise it is that annoys the noisy oyster most. Any noise that annoys a noisy oyster, she learned, but a noise no a noisy noise a noisy oyster most. Very perceptive. Thank you for that, Priscilla. Back to you in the studio, Ralph. Supposed to be a pistachio. 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 Oh, sorry. I, we just had ice cream delivered to the studio. The wrong kind. Okay, I'm call. Calm down. Listeners, can you imagine an imaginary menagerie manager imagining managing an imaginary menagerie? We can't, which is why we sent correspondent Harold Hipscrew to the Zilker Zoo in Zimbabwe to get an update. Here's his report. Screw here. We begin our report in the zoo's insect infirmary, a place where the Zilker Zoo is making many merry memories in the treatment of bug diseases. Here we see, for instance, that big black bugs bleed blue-black blood, but baby black bugs bleed blue blood. Earlier outside, we saw six snoring zebras snoozing thoroughly, and a skunk sitting out and a skunk sitting on a stump, a skunk that strangely thunk the stump stunk, whereas the stump thunk the skunk stunk. Over in another part of the zoo, researchers are attempting to find how many yaks a yak pack could pack if a yak pack could pack yaks. Ralph? Terrific. Commendable work going on. Going forward there, Gerald. The city of Cambridge, England is famous for its rafts, which are pulled down the Cam River carrying tourists. In the local jargon, the rafts are called punts, and the people who pull them are punters. Reporter Humper Dinkelbert tells about one of the more famous of the guys who pull these rafts, a woman the locals call Mrs. Puggy Wuggy. Hello, Ralph! We're here in merry old England, and we're looking at a rather frumpy, heavy-set old woman wearing a witch's hat and pushing along a raft on the shallow river using a long pole. The pole goes by the name of Stanislaw Stretch Wazinski, who, of course, is also of Polish origin. They call the woman Mrs. Puggy Wuggy around here. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square-cut punt. Not a punt-cut square, just a square-cut punt. It's round in the stem. Oh, sorry. It's round in the stern and blunt in the front. So, a square-cut punt. And that's it from your post-punt reporter here, Humper Dinkelpert. Before we go to tonight's ovoid circle discussion, let's talk about food and cooking with Bertie Bretsonis. Bertie Bretsonis. Bertie? Ralph, today I learned an important lesson. Trust no one. For example, if you stick a stock of liquor in your locker, it's slick to stick a lock upon your stock, or some joker who's slicker is going to trick you out of your liquor if you fail to lock your liquor with a lock. Words to live by, Bertie. Is your kitchen busy today? I've got five fat fryers f- frying flattened fish. 
A listener wants to know whether it's acceptable to put used motor oil in pancake batter. <laughs> the batter with the butter is the batter that's better. I tried to make strudel last week, but it didn't come out well. Perhaps a case of a minimum of cinnamon in the aluminium pan. Could be. Thanks, Bertie. Now, on to our discussion. This week's topic, does the vessel with a pestle hold the pellet with a poison whilst the chalice from the palace has the brew that is true? Or is the pellet with a poison in the flagon with the dragon whilst the vessel in the, with a pestle has the brew that is true? I thought this was the week where we're going to decide which wristwatch is a Swiss wristwatch. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, the topic was going to be what it takes to make rubber baggy rubber baby buggy bumpers rugged. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Be sure to listen next time as we look in on Meter Maid Mary, who married manly Matthew Marcus Mayo, a moody male mailman moving mostly metered mail in Muncie. Until then, stay away from rock walls. Real rock walls? Real walk real rock walls. Real, real rock, rock walls. walls. Real rock walls. The Twister Fake News Report was produced by the M. Watson Dodge Moronic Lodge and performed by... Rolf. Joshua Samuel Brown. Larry. Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Engelbert Engelbert. <laughs>